What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As you know, a smile is worth a thousand words. So if you want to make a lasting impression with your best smile, perhaps... Uh, You'll want to make sure your teeth look better than ever. In just five minutes, you can be on your way to a brighter, whiter smile thanks to Power Swabs. Power Swabs, the most advanced teeth whitening system. This is an amazing system, all natural. You just have to swab your teeth and then you go. The ingredients in Power Swabs remove deep stains from your teeth and they also help to rehydrate your enamel. So if you've got sensitive teeth, call 800-208-1797. Power Swabs, in just the first use, you'll increase the whiteness quotient on your teeth by twice. Call 800-208-1797. Start using Power Swabs today. 800-208-1797. The best deal is using the DJB code. You'll save 40%, 10 bucks, and then you get free shipping. Get the best smile. 800-208-1797. It's Good Day Health Time again. I'm Doug Steffen with Dr. Ken Kronhaus from his perch down in Mount Dora, Florida at Lake Cardiology. That's the name of his clinic. He's a practiced, well-rehearsed. When you talk about practicing medicine, Ken's been practicing for a long time, so he should have it right. And his patients will tell you that he does. He has a strong following in Central Florida and actually from all around the country. I'll tell you how to get in touch with him later on if you want to have maybe a telemedicine connection. Boy, has that changed in the world of medicine. How many people are using that? Uh, We certainly have talked about that. But I wonder, Ken, as we get started with our usual sort of COVID report, how how can or would telemedicine play into treatment? you got to physically be tested, and you have to physically do things that it would seem to me would make doing telemedicine in that circumstance not possible. Well, not telehealth is actually very helpful with COVID-19 is because it? you want to, as a provider, as a physician, make the right decision on what to do with the patient. The big question with a COVID-19 patient is, do they just stay home or do they need to go to the emergency room? And the COVID-19 patient doesn't go to the doctor's office, and that's the key. And that's where the decision is very helpful with the telehealth. And there are questions that one asks, but, you know, doctors have a term, how does he or she eyeball? And that means what do they look like? And often the seasoned physician provider can look at a patient and tell how they're doing. And that video really helps. Um, if you don't have an oxygen saturation device at home um, and if you don't have other 
equipment, diagnostic equipment at home. And usually you don't. Usually you just are able to talk to the patient, look at the patient, and then make an assessment how severe they are. Can they stay home or do they need to go to the emergency room? Mm-hmm. All right. So that's telling in and of itself. Yes, as you might expect, our uh, portion of this uh, Good Day Health weekend with uh, Ken is a focus on the covid patients, what they're doing, the research that's being done, how it's being treated, how it's changing our lives, is it going away, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I noticed that the government has agreed to buy 100 million doses of this Pfizer vaccine being done by a company called BioNTech, B-I-O-N, Tech. 600 million doses down the road is what they want to do. They're going to spend $2 billion uh, for it. Uh, So uh, why isn't this something? I guess I wonder about the process here, Ken. You can help us with that. Why does the government have to buy it? Why can't the drug chain, CVS and Walmart, um, whoever, Walgreens, buy it to be sold? What what, is this an extra step? The government buys it and then they sell it to the drugstores? What what is this about? It's just a huge incentive to move it along rapidly because this is a very expensive process and it's never been done this rapidly before and it's going to happen because i'm going to predict that we have a single safe and effective vaccine before the year end Mm -hmm. and then by springtime anyone who wants a vaccine will be able to get one and we've never produced the vaccine this quickly and these are the tools we're using to incentivize and to give them the capital they need to do this well but doesn't that beg the question that's come from so many about the mutation of this disease well we don't whether, know that we really don't know whether it's mutated i mean i, I looked that, at some stuff it looks pretty obvious i don't know i'm not a doctor and if you say that then i'll take note of it we, but we're, we're, i've it, seen a number of reports suggesting well, it's mutated many times it's nowhere well, near as potent now as it was before well that see whether it's not as near as potent as it was before is is a sampling issue i mean we're, we're just sampling so many more people and w- whether it's mutated in any significant way is still a little bit of a controversy. Uh-huh. And, 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 but, but the reason why it, it's, it's more, we do know that it's so much less fatal than we originally thought it was. Yeah. And that's because not so much that it's mutating, it's because we're sampling so many more people and the denominator, we're, we're, we're much more clearer on who actually has the disease and the disease, the virus itself is so much more prevalent than we ever expected because we're sampling and and testing much more so that we're getting closer to the true actual number of people with the disease, mm-hmm. which is much How, higher than we ever thought. What number of people have it? Are you right. finding that with your patients that come into your clinic in Florida that there are more people who don't know that they have it or don't think they have it that do have it when they come in for treatment, let's say, for something else? Well, I'm not seeing them in my own office, but especially in Southeast Florida, currently that's happening a lot. And around Orlando with with the younger people, it's happening. But yeah, I'm hearing stories 
and uh, talking to families. I'm not seeing these patients myself, but I'm definitely hearing stories about people uh, just, you know, for the heck of it, getting tested and they've never had a symptom and they're and they're positive. And Mm -hmm. that's the amazing thing. That's the most surprising thing to me about COVID-19 is the difference in severity of the same disease in different people to this 10 to 15 Why? Our immune systems and everybody's immune system and systems, uh, normal systems, operate differently, right? If you've well, got a strong... Isn't that, how, isn't that one of the differentiations? I have rarely ever seen a prevalent illness present itself in such severe, different severities than COVID-19, where some people will have, where most people, probably up to 80 to 85% of people will have no symptoms, minimal, mild, maybe mild to moderate symptoms. They don't even know they were sick. Whereas this uh, 10 to 15% of people have the worst, horrible, full body, head to toe, horrible illness um, that will kill them or cripple them or affect them forever. And and so in this one single virus affects people so differently. That's what is most fascinating and interesting to me. And we still don't know yet why. We do know the risk factors for severe COVID-19. And they were just recently updated this week by the CDC. And we should all be aware of them. All right. Let's get to it in a matter of moments. A lot of things, pretty much the whole hour will be devoted to coverage of what's going on. I want to get to Uh, What appears to be a real problem in Florida, you addressed it, Southeast Florida and the number of ICU beds that are available or not. Coming up next here on this week's uh, Good Day Health Show with Dr. Ken Kronos, I'm Doug Steffen. One of the things that Dr. Ken and most every other doctor will tell you, Jack Stockwell, the same thing, your doctor, uh, one of the big components is your weight. If you have diabetes, you're overweight, you're not healthy, you become very susceptible, very likely uh, to get COVID, much more so than the people who are at the proper weight, body mass index, that sort of thing. So another good reason for consideration of using the number one healthy weight loss product in the world, healthy weight loss product, I underscore healthy, because it's all natural. Calitrin doesn't have any stimulants, nothing that'll get you all nerved up, doesn't have any drugs, so you can take it with any drug that you may be on, It is very simple, very smooth, very practical. It's the safest way to lose weight and to keep it off. And you don't have to keep buying this stuff. When you go to toploss.com, after you've been convinced listening to me that this is something that really makes sense for you and perhaps other members of your family, you go to Top Loss and you look at all of the hundreds of success stories that are there. You understand the science of how the doctor and the three nurses put all of this after the research, put this uh, formula together, and why it's been working for well over 20 years for people all over the country and all over the world. This is a fabulous product. Lose the weight. Keep it off. Toploss.com is the website. Use the code DJV. No shipping charges. And for the summertime, there's an unlimited BOGO offer. Buy 3, 4, 10, 18, whatever it is, and you get an equal number with it without having to pay any more money. So it's uh, BOGO, two for the price of one at toploss.com. What a great incentive. What a great time for you to be losing the weight and keeping it off. Go to toploss.com, purchase the product by using the code DJV. Dr. Ken Kronos with Doug Steffen as we get 
right into it. Although I do want to go to Florida with you again, Ken, for a minute, because I saw there were no ICU beds available in 49 of the hospitals. I guess they're mostly south in Broward County, down in Dade County. Uh, those are the areas you were talking about a minute ago where they have so many hospitalizations. So w- what what can be done? What's your advice when it comes to trying to live, if people are listening down there, to live without getting this thing? Well, y- you have to put this in perspective. Statewide, currently, there's 79% oc- occupancy uh, in intensive care unit beds, 79%. And usually these beds were close to near full because you can't afford to keep these expensive beds unfilled and just waiting around. So you, you don't usually build ICU beds and have them uh, mothballed and just sitting around waiting to be used because you just can't afford that as a hospital facility. So usually your ICU beds, the number you have, the number of approved beds in an area of the state are approved so that they're they're running at about 70 to 80% capacity at all times. And there is turnover. And um, fortunately, there still are plenty of hospitals that have space. And this is being watched carefully. And, you know, I think that it was shown in New York when you get close to capacity, uh, the, the federal government's able to bring in pretty quickly extra capacity, and, and it's not there yet. They're watching it carefully, and uh, they'll do as needed. And the key is wearing that mask. And uh, if you're in a hot zone, especially uh, social distancing and keeping your hands off your face. Yep. Sounds like it makes a lot of sense. Not that difficult to do. Have you put off your goals of losing weight? Well, Calitrin is here to help. It's proven for weight loss and more. Just listen to what everybody's saying about it. I've been taking Calitrin. I take it um, both for weight loss and for the health benefits. I have lost 50 pounds and I take it every night to help me sleep and I feel I'm better rested in the morning after I've taken it. Hi, I'm Virgil Snow. I've lost 100 pounds with Calitrin. This is Vivian Hess. I've been on the Calitrin. I started it for weight loss at first. I went from 138 pounds to 108. I've also keep using it because it's the only thing that works for me and it helps me to sleep and feel better with my acid reflux. I really enjoy the product and I'll never stop taking it. See, real people getting real results. And you can too. Check out Calitrin's biggest sale of the year right now at TopLoss.com or call 833-TOPLOSS. It's the unlimited buy three, get three free sale. Again, that's TopLoss.com or 833-TOPLOSS. Dr. Ken Kronhaus from uh, Florida. You can reach out to him and his office for maybe some of the telemedicine we were talking about. 352-735-1400 is the way to be in touch with Dr. Ken. 352-735-1400 at Lake Cardiology. Okay, so what is it that's available that could cut the death risk rate by 75%? Well, If you're unfortunate and get into a hospital with severe COVID-19 and into the intensive care unit, the big news is the use of steroids, dexamethasone. 
in a study just uh, reported this week, it cut the death risk by 75% uh, patients with a severe inflammation form. And the people who are at risk for this severe form, let me go over those risk factors because they were just updated this week by the CDC. And this is so important because these are the people who need to be isolated, not the rest of us. These are the people we need to really take care of because they're the ones at risk for the severe form of this COVID-19, the one that will get you into the hospital in the intensive care unit. And although we're doing better, you still have about a 40% chance of dying if you get into the intensive care unit, which is much better than it was three months ago, by the way. But the risk factors here, and we don't want any deaths, but the risk factors, chronic kidney disease, emphysema, that's COPD, people mm-hmm. with lower immune health because of a solid organ transplant, obesity, that means a BMI greater than 30, serious heart conditions like heart failure and coronary artery disease, sickle cell disease, and type 2 diabetes. Wow. So uh, that's sort and of And then impressive. anyone over, really, and then 65 to 70 over that age also is of concern, especially mm-hmm. over age 70. That's you and me. <laughs> That's not me. Yeah, Close, though. It's me. All right. Next up in the research department, uh, a professor at Yale has studied hydrochloroquine. And what has he found? All right. This is very important because hydroxychloroquine, this hasn't become medicine. This has become politics. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's awful. And this Yale epidemiology professor, MD, PhD, Dr. Harvey Risch, will say it. He articulates this clearly. He says it's all politics. He pu- published in the Inter- International Journal of Infectious Diseases uh, very recently the fact that if we release the hydroxychloroquine that the government has that they stockpiled we could save between 75,000 to 100,000 American lives and he points out very clearly that COVID-19 is two diseases the very early form immediately after you're diagnosed that's the form that responds very effectively to hydroxychloroquine and then there's this late form that ends you up in the hospital uh, on the ventilator severe COVID-19 at that point, it's too late for the hydroxychloroquine to be effective. At that point, you're looking at things like dexamethasone, the steroids we just talked about, the remdesivir, and the convalescent plasma. Dr. Fauci says he doesn't see us eradicating the virus. Is there a time on that? Because, what, there have been 915,000 new cases this week in America. And, again, whether they're as severe or not, doesn't does, it remains to be seen uh, whether or not this thing can be pushed out? There's some people who say it's going to be around forever, like the common cold. Well, what do you well, think? Er- you have to differentiate between eradicating the virus and eradicating disease, because. Mm-hmm. Because the virus is going to be there, but once we get successful treatments, which we have pretty good ones, and once we get uh, a, a good vaccine, then the virus will be around just like polio's around, but we have an effective vaccine. So then maybe we need to be rethinking opening all businesses up again, opening schools, that kind of stuff. So I mentioned a few minutes ago that with what you're saying and what others are saying, the fact this is going to be with us, are we, I, I've all along said, 
that this we've reacted to this in the wrong way and been kind of silly and way too political. All of the things that have encroached on our lives, no matter what the issues. Uh, so here we have an economy in danger. Not only that, but we have education in danger. What youngsters are doing with their time? What are they learning, if anything, uh, from the various methods that have been used by teachers who have been told they can't go to class, you got to do this on screens and yada, yada. So it seems to me that opening up schools or putting people's lives back in order with some precautions makes sense. What do you think? Okay. What I think is we need to get the, the politics out of all this and just rely on the science. We need to look at the risk of opening versus the risk of not opening and realize that there are going to be some outliers. The press are going to put them on the platform, make a big right. deal about it. Front page. It's horrible. But you have to think about what are the risks of not opening the schools to the children, the American Academy of Pediatrics urging the schools to open, realizing the risk of not opening to the kids. And what you need to do is you need to eliminate those teachers, those students who are at risk of getting severe COVID-19. And in the last segment, we went over the risk factors. We can go over them again if we need to. And we need to isolate and protect those with the risk factors for getting severe COVID-19. And the rest of us need to get back to work. We need to get to school and we need to get our lives moving. So how do we do that? How do we separate out those people you I just, just described? I just, I know. Li I just yeah. listed the those who have those risk factors should not be in school. They should be, and they should be home. But that's a small, a very small segment of the population. And we can really prevent most of this and there will be a few outliers you know doug more ch school aid children since january 1st this year four times more have died from the flu than from covid 19. do we shut the schools down each year because of the flu no we don't we shouldn't we've got to wake up to what really is going on back to the politics that's all it is this is all politics it's all uh, the unions you saw in los angeles a couple of other cities it's all politics that they said they won't go back to teach it has nothing to do with covid but you've got to do this this you got to do all kinds of social things you got to fix this problem and that problem the kids if we wait for that to be settled the kids will never go back to school and the teachers are still being paid it is an outrage what is going on with uh, some of the teachers' unions in some of our districts. Outrageous. Okay, next. Uh, back to going home and uh, the testing. I was talking during my regular DJV Monday through Friday program with the ladies that are on the air with me about the testing, where it's being done, how much more is being done. Uh, they, normally, you have to go somewhere to get tested, right? you got to go to a drugstore, you got to go to some special testing place or the hospital or something. But apparently, there now are at-home kits. Are they any good? They, they are. Just it, it, All you have to do is go online and Google the uh, COVID-19 at-home test kit, and you'll see some of the choices, and they are good. And they're not the real aggressive one where you stick the swab up into your brain. Just mm. a little swab in <laughs> both nose. You rotate it about three times in each nostril, and you put it back into the container, and you send it off. It's real easy. You know, I went to get a treatment the other day from one of my local practitioners, that I have, I see with regularity. And before I went into her office, she said, uh, I want to, you know, and this is the first time it's happened to me, that's why I'm talking about it. 
she had one of the guns and uh, she took my temperature when I walked through the door and it was 98.4. And she said, okay, you're all set. And uh, I, I said, well, it's normally even lower than that, 97.7.9. And she said, well, sometimes when you're moving, you know, you haven't been to see me for a long time and you're in an environment where maybe the temperature would rise. Did you Is just your come temperature in from the sun? Um, it was sunny, yeah. Right. So it could been... I mean, is it that silly that you influence your temperature, your body is influenced by that stuff? Well, you had the infrared uh, touchless when yeah, they yeah. shoot the, the gun at your forehead. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. we're using those in my office also. And they're somewhat affected by uh, you know, the temperature outside. If you've been sitting in the sun for a, quite a while, it can affect it a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving along now with immunity, the focus on immunity. How can we tell? Because sometimes people don't. Even I think you said it a few minutes ago. You might have the symptoms, and you still can't. You don't test for them. So, uh, how does that relate to immunity building up? If we even can, if some of us have an immunity to colds, I haven't had a cold for years, and I don't know that you have either. So, is, is that a function? If our immune system works generally well, can we generally assume that we're not going to get the COVID uh, virus? I I think what you have to do is. More importantly is look at the risk factors. You, you, you're going to get it. The question is, are you going to get the, the severe form or the other form? And you don't want the severe form of COVID-19. And the other form is either no symptoms, minimal, mild, mild, moderate. And that's very easy to get over. Um, it's the severe form that's a horrible, horrible head-to-toe disease that's the big killer. And it's the risk factors, chronic kidney disease, emphysema, people with lower immune health because of solid organ transplant, obesity, serious heart conditions like heart failure, coronary artery disease, type 2 diabetes, and sickle cell disease. That's what the key is. Do you have any of those risk factors? And age over 65 to 70, especially uh-huh. over age 70. <laughs> Thanks. You, you need to wear a mask twice. whether you like Thank it or not. Though. I wear a mask all the time Everywhere. when I'm out you, in public. With anyone. Wherever I am. Yep, all the time. Wherever I am. Here's some information. One of the things that Ken always advises is that we get a good night's rest. We need to, and if you're not getting enough rest, if you're restless, not sleeping because you're worried about the bills, you're worried about your health, worried about this, that, and the other thing, you need to make your bedroom and your bed, more specifically, as comfortable as possible and that's where my pillow comes in. Whether it's the pillows, the pillowcases, the sheets, whether it's the duvet cover, whether it's the mattress cover, whether it's the mattress itself, all of these things are made by my pillow in America. The pillows are made from 100% cotton, machine washable and dryable. Uh, they are the they are the standard of the industry. And again, they're made here in our country. Get a 10-year warranty. So that means the products are supposed to last for 10 years. 60-day guarantee. If you don't like them in two months, send them back. Who else does that with pillows or anything? Sheets, towels, the whole thing. Everything's guaranteed. That's what makes me think this is a great company because they wouldn't stand behind the stuff. It was crap and everybody was sending it back. So do yourself a favor. Go to MyPillow.com and order your pillows, order your sheets, order your towels, order everything that has to do with a great positive experience for you and your pet. You get the pet beds, too, as well at MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Use the DJV code. 
uh, at uh, checkout for the BOGO deal. That is buy one, get one free. DJV code MyPillow.com. Back to Dr. Ken Kronhaus, Doug Steffen here, the immunity quotient. Uh, if you have had it, there were a lot of things, a lot of misinformation here, I think. Ken, can you straighten out from this article in the New England Journal of Medicine how one knows if he or she has been immune because they had it, and does it last forever or not? Well, it's not so much that it's misinformation. It's just that we don't really yet understand it. And I think in the media, they were trying to expand this little study into implications, which you really can't. Because the area of immunity is still very confusing. It needs to be studied more. There was this article in the New England Journal of Medicine this week, a small study that suggested that COVID-19 immunity might fade after 90 days. So everybody got all excited. You know, how could the vaccine possibly work? Well, it's not that simple. This was a small study. It wasn't totally clear in everybody and how low it got. Simply stated, the immunity, the sustainability, how much you need to stay safe, whether you're going to get it again is still unclear, needs to be studied. And from the practical standpoint, it doesn't exclude the uh, possibility of an effective and safe vaccine. What it suggests is that you may need a booster, you may need uh, an annual shot like you have now with the flu where it changes and you need a new one. And that still remains to be worked out. And we need more study about all of this. There are right now antibody tests. Um, There's antigen tests. Those are the tests to see whether you're acutely infected. And then there's the antibody test, which tries to figure out if you ever had the infection. And Mm -hmm. these antibody tests still need to be studied more to see what they mean and to see uh, long term what they mean. We just don't have the answers yet, but we will. It's an area of very active study. Why is it important to know whether you have immunity or not? Well, if it's your get out of jail card, if you the hope is that after getting your initial illness, you get enough long term immunity so that your body can then fight off uh, the next virus insult so you don't get it again and you don't have to even wear your mask and and you can go and live your life and forget about the darn thing but we don't yet know whether that's true yet and we can't yet give the get out of jail cards to anybody because this is an area being studied but that's the hope do you think i've seen some info on interferon beta treatments for this that sounds awfully severe but i'm not i must admit i don't know what interferon beta uh, tests or treatment that, that is an uh, there's an inhaled version of that um that is a, again just working on tamping down the immune system in severely ill people and that is uh an area that's being studied and it's not yet clear whether whether it's safe and effective there's some suggest some suggest from small amount of data that it might be helpful, but the news is still not out. The, the problem with the severe form is this amazingly 
overreaction of, of your immune system way too much. And so it starts destroying the, the normal tissue. And when the immune system and the inflammation is exceedingly high, the blood starts to clot. So you get strokes, you, you start damaging uh, organs, the kidneys, because blood can't flow. And that's what happens in the severe form. This overwhelming inflammation, overwhelming immune response, and the decadron, the steroids, uh, the interferon may tamp that down and save your life. All right. If you were a betting man, we got about a minute here where we have to pause again. Uh, would you buy stock in AstraZeneca or some of these other outfits that are working on it's a Sanofi, GlaxoSmithKline, Merck, any of those outfits? Would you buy their stock? Well, it's it's hard to know which one, but I, I and it may and I don't want to give out financial advice, but I would be betting <laughs> on the stock market in general because the economy is going to come back because we're going to have a vaccine, and that's what I'm betting on. Yeah, well, it's very interesting to see, uh, you know, this the focus on the drug companies and actually where they are. Uh, that's a consideration. Questions for Doctor Ken Ken Kronhaus here with Doug Steffen the vaccines that are being touted for uh, the uh, disease for COVID. When I say the disease, does anybody not know <laughs> what I'm talking about? The disease. Uh, vaccines, maybe. Uh, uh, does it always have to be, this, this is the question, does it have to be injected with a needle or sometimes are vaccines administered through capsules or liquids? Well, Sometimes they're inhaled, but they're usually injected. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Um, just how they are meant to get into the body. They're usually given into a muscle, and then they're absorbed. And, you know, that's the route. So uh, if you swallow them, you know, there's acid in the stomach. You'd probably disintegrate the vaccine, and it wouldn't be able to smoothly get to your immune system to charge it up. That's probably the reason why you can't give them oral. Although the polio vaccine is given orally, so it it really varies. Okay, then if that's the case, the next question has to do with what people are being given to treat the disease. Why not? I know some of the stuff, if not all of it, uh, comes in capsule form. Why not give the treatments as in the intravenously as well, uh, needles. Well, some of them, some some of them are uh, the dexamethasone, and uh, is, and it just depends on how. Now, now we're talking pharmacology. We're talking about how to get the active ingredients to the disease, and with various drugs, it depends on uh, the the route. Is what you're talking about? Is it oral? Is it is it injection in the soft tissue, in the muscle, um, in the vein? And and the best route depends on the drug because you don't want the body to disintegrate the active ingredient, and it varies from drug to drug. All right. So the sixty-four dollar question, following up on that is survival. We've talked about how to not get it, but once you get it, how do you survive? How do you make sure, is there a treatment? Do you need to go to the hospital? Or is it different depending on each individual case? Well, the way to survive this is if you need to be in the hospital is to get there as soon as possible. And, you know, if you're having trouble breathing, if you're uh, symptoms are accelerating hour to hour, 
and and not stabilizing the uh, these are really the 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 true indicators that you need to get to the hospital if you have any question this is where telehealth helps you know call you on the phone your provider call the emergency room don't if you if you are not sure if you need to go in don't just present call and there are plenty of people available with telehealth to help you make that decision and if you care to have telemedicine through uh, dr ken's office at lake cardiology you can avail yourself of that easily by calling his office line 352-735-1400 i tell you that's a public service there's nobody i'd rather go to or have uh, help from than ken 352-735-1400 let's move on uh, from the continuing focus on covid uh, there's a uh, there's a question about whether porn consumption uh, makes it better, easier, or not to have sexual relations. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be able to help me analyze this study and help me explain the results. But this comes out of the European Excuse Association. Excuse me, are you talking to me? Well, well, I don't know if it's from personal experience, but just ah, from intuition. You have your okay. outstanding intuition. Thank but you. from the European Association of Urology uh, Virtual Congress this week, we learned that more porn consumption actually creates greater erectile dysfunction in European men. And uh, maybe we want to speculate on why that is so. Maybe. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> but... But all right, let's get to it. Is what it is. Yeah, I got it. Uh, Good news is wrapped around this question. Uh, With all the talk about COVID, what about other mortality rates? For example, around this country and around the world, infant mortality has always been a focal point. What's happening there with those rates? Amazingly, the very, very young. Uh, are avoiding deaths from COVID-19, and we still don't understand why. That's going to be one of the mysteries that will be unraveled in the next few months, hopefully. But the good news this week announced by the CDC is that American infant mortality rate has hit an all-time low here in America, and that's great news. Yeah, one would wonder what the ingredients are. We just have better health care. Uh, we have, you know, what 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 brings us to that number Uh, Something probably takes a lot more time than we have here. Matter of fact, we're out of time. Dr. Ken Kronhaus here. I'm Doug Steffen. This program was edited by Bob K. Sound and Recording. Visit BobKSound.com. Since we've been spending more time at home, MyPillow has changed their production to provide masks for hospitals. But they still want to help you get the best sleep of your life. And maybe you've noticed it's time to upgrade your sheets and pillows. Right now, buy one, get one free pricing on Supima MyPillows, Giza Dream Sheets, MyPillow Towels, Roll and Go Anywhere Pillows, Duvet Covers, and Giza Pillowcases, plus bolster pillows, neck pillows, and more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code DJV when you check out. If you order Mike's book, your entire MyPillow order will ship for free, plus he'll give you a $25 gift card for your next purchase. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on pillows, sheets, duvets, and more from MyPillow. Use promo code DJV when checking out at MyPillow.com. That's promo code DJV. Refresh your linen closet with MyPillow, MyPillow.com, promo code DJV. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.